do we really need 10,000 steps per day to hit that like optimal health number? Is that the magic number? Is that the magic number where all of our hopes and dreams will come to fruition? And yeah, is it? So funny thing is when I was learning about doing the well, doing research for this episode about like the 10,000 steps per day, like where did that number come from, right? And so I actually learned that that number came from the 10,000 steps per day came from a marketing campaign that was for an early pedometer, basically a step counter, like not like the step counter that we have on our wrists and our like smartwatches, but more so just a little piece of technology that you just really just strap onto the side of you um, that people use in research and then um, like people also use this to measure and track their steps. And it was done for a commercial in 1964 for the Tokyo Olympics. And that was just for the device that they were using at the time, and there was no evidence for 10,000 steps. Like, they just got the number that just got a thin air and they just stamped it on, and that was where the 10,000 steps per day number originated from and now has embedded and bled into basically everything that we know until now and everyone your mom knows or like tries to do the 10,000 steps per day challenge. But is there a lot of evidence and science behind that? So we're gonna talk about that. So when it comes to step count and step rate, those are kind of two different things. When you look at step count, that's like the number amount of steps you are getting in a whole day. So like your volume and then your step rate, think of that as more cadence. So how many steps are you accumulating within one minute? Are you a fast walker or are you a slow walker? Depends. If you're a slow walker in New York City, you might not survive there very long. But you're a fast walker, you hit, you are right at home. So when it comes to how many steps, what is like the magic number? Where should people shoot for? So from a bird's eye view, it doesn't. you don't really have to have a science degree for this one, but just understand that every step you take, you are literally walking towards the direction of filling all your cups. Basically, the more steps you take, the less likely are you to die from a lot of those different chronic diseases that we have that's killing people. Um, so like anything atherosclerotic type diseases like cardiovascular, um, neurodegenerative stuff, um, cancer, um, some of those other ones that are out there. Not saying it's like a complete bulletproof that you will never die from those type of things, but just from looking at the research, the more steps that you accumulate in your life, the higher likelihood of you living longer. So if I were to have a gun to my head, I'm looking at two different people and one person walks 2,000 steps a day for the last five years and I look at the next person and they walk like 15,000 steps per day, I'm going to bet all of my money on that person that walks a shit ton more steps because the likelihood of them living longer is quite high compared to the other. Now that's from a very extreme, very confined black and white um scenario but you basically get the point so if you look at it every one to two thousand steps that you are taking you are literally walking towards living longer and every steps you take less you are walking towards the other way of not filling your cups and so that's a helpful way to look at it but how many steps should we walk so nicely research science i love science there's been a lot of different systematic reviews and meta-analyses done of daily steps and all-cause mortality. So basically what a meta-analysis means is a one big super study that looks at all these other tiny studies that were either systematic or um, just randomized controlled trials or etc. It's basically one big study grabbing 
a bunch of little other studies that are also big, but asking one question, so pulling all these studies together to answer one big question called a meta-analysis. You looking at everything from a meta-perspective, which is super dope. And this one specifically that I'm looking at looked at, diff at 15 international cohorts. So looking at studies from... Um, that were international. So some were US, some from Australia, some were from Japan, and other points, touch points around the globe, which is super dope. And essentially what they found, I'll just kind of go right, like, right in the middle here, it sounds like that sweet spot is around seven to 10K steps a day, is a great health bubble range to be in, um, but it's okay that some days you are walking less and some are, of course, more. But that sweet spot is around 7-10k steps for reducing all-cause mortality. Now, the, if you, once you get into the weeds, it does change a little bit when you're talking about, in this study specifically, how they're looking at it. Because there are limitations, there are strengths, there's different studies of what the question that they're asking and answering, answers they got. So this looking at like people over the age of 60, people at the under age of 60. So people over the age of 60, yes, walking more is very beneficial to them, but depending on your health markers, your um, aerobic capacity, your biomechanical limitations, etc., things like that, older people above the age of 60 specifically um, don't need as many steps that seven to ten, seven to like eight, five to seven, like some of those are still more, but you definitely want people to walk more. So that's if you wanna get really nitty with it, but generally, as a good rule of thumb, is like around that seven to 10 is a great bubble, health bubble to be in. Because if you look at it from every 1,000 steps, it's like a dramatic increase from one to two to three to four to five, all the way up to seven. But I look at this and interpret it as, okay, if I take somebody and they just don't move, and them taking that one extra thousand step per day, well, no shit, there's going to be a gigantic amount of increases because they went from zero to 100 right there and another one, another one. And then there's like that threshold and then things kind of plateau and level off a little bit. But there are so many other benefits in just reducing the all-cause mortality. And I don't really know how they are defining that specifically, um, but... The way that's from my interpretation of all-cause mortality, and right here, in statistics, all-cause mortality is usually a measure of the total number of deaths from any cause in a specific group of people over a specific period of time. So that's how they are associated with all-cause mortality and walking. So if we kind of want to tear that a bit more, yes, the more steps you take, the less likely are you going to be dying from those type of things. But that doesn't mean you are a very, quote-unquote, healthy person, what your blood markers are at, where is your fitness at, um, things like that, looking into it. And so, yes, walking the seven to 10,000 steps on average is a great health bubble to be in. And the more you walk, the more you're going to get out of it. And I will give you my, for me personally, I walk anywhere between ten to 15,000 steps per day currently. And... That's just where I feel at my best. Because you can look at it from a health perspective, but you can also look at it from a psychological and emotional and mental perspective as well. Because I can guarantee you that when I take less steps, I am way more emotional. I get depressed so much, like my intervals of depression hits me so much more often and they're deeper. 
and just my emotional regulation, just all of those stuff. The less steps I take, the worse off is my mental capacity, my emotional health, and just all of that stuff. I'm just not the best me. But the more steps I'm able to acquire, and I've seen this consistently from my patients and from my clients as well, the more steps somebody takes, essentially the more... Re, uh, reinforce your mind is and your emotional status and just you were just more equipped to handle whatever gets thrown at you the more steps you take now I don't have the exact research to support that one but I can give you from an anecdotal and I would sure shit like support that from like I would bet my money that there are research on that I just don't have it in front of me um, but yeah from a emotional and mental health perspective yes any more steps in help me so much more um, me walking between that 10 to 15,000 steps per day personally for me and now say you don't have a step counter like a Fitbit or Apple Watch or Garmin on your wrist you can definitely get steps other ways by just like I mean not other ways but like you can definitely get steps in still just because you're not monitoring it or tracking it doesn't mean that those steps did not count right and so a great easy way for me to like suggest to people to get more acquire more steps is like hey after each of your meals go for a walk doesn't matter if it's a one minute walk, 20 minute walk, I don't care. It really depends on how much time you have available to you and how much time you want to give to it. And so that's a great way for you to have a cue that triggers you to wanting to go on a, on a steps afterwards because you get a few different benefits from that. And some of the benefits from that is, of course, from my metabolic perspective of like, yes, those di few, di few different like muscle-specific glucose cells, transporters coming in with the glucose and things like that and not raising insulin and that stuff from the nitty-gritty side, yes. But then also just from a health perspective of getting awesome more steps in, dec decrease all-cause mortality, and then just from emotional and bloating and like energy creativity level is like hey you will just feel better you will feel like you have more energy after that walk you won't feel as bloated after your meal or you won't feel as sleepy after that and then yes all the nitty-gritty science metabolic benefits from that as well so dope or like going on a walk early in the morning going to walk in the evening with your family because most of the average american like paying the average day for an american is like you wake up, you go to work. People either work from home or people go into the office, okay? And people work for anywhere between 8 to 12 hours a day on average from what I've seen. And most people have sitting-based jobs. And then what do you do? If you're commuting, you're commuting for like up to 30 minutes to 2 hours back and forth, okay? And most people have other places to go because they have different responsibilities and commitments. And so they are do, driving to places to pick up the kids, take the kids to sports, going to the grocery store, going to the gas station, running errands, all that type of stuff. So people probably have lots of stops going to places and coming back. And so that's more sitting while you're commuting. So if you're sitting while you're at work, you're sitting, excuse me, so you're sitting while you're commuting and then people come home, what do people do when they're having dinner? They sit down and they're sitting and eating, which is nothing wrong with that, but they're also sitting again. And what do people do when they're looking for entertainment or hanging out um, in their leisure time? People are sitting, playing video games, playing on the computer, working, studying, um, or watching movies on the couch. Um, playing card games, people are sitting. People gather and sit most times, like in Western cultures area, is people sit 
it's like, okay, and then what do you do afterwards when you go to bed? You are also laying down, sitting, and things like that. And so the majority of your day is spent doing those type of things and very small intermittent amount of movement between each type of thing. So if you look at it from bird's eye view, that's a lot of sitting. So definitely going on a walk in the evening times would be awesome with your family, friends, dog, something like that, or in the morning, or when you go to places, park further when you go to places, don't circle the parking lot, just park further. When you're at the airport, don't take the escalators or elevator, or that like track thing that you can just step on, it goes really fast, I don't know what those things are called, but you can just walk, you can take the stairs. Other places um, in your building at work, take the stairs, in your apartment complex, take the stairs. So there are ways that you can treat your own lifestyle to get more steps into where I'm not telling you, hey, just carve out more time, zoom out and assess your situation, see how can I tweak this to get more steps in. And that way you don't have to specifically just dedicate 20 minutes, 30 minutes, me telling you who you are busy to pull time out of thin air. Yes, maybe you have to, depending on if you have higher goals and things like that. And if we were working together, that's a more uh, personalized and individualized conversation and etc etc but you kind of get the point there so coming back how many steps should you walk a day um, it really depends on what's the most realistic sustainable and enjoyable amount of volume that you can actually acquire and so if it's 10 and you like that 10 do that if it's five then do five um, especially if you were around 2,000 steps before 3,000 steps and you just gradually increasing it little by little is great and something that I very much work with like my clients and I encourage them to do is do ranges because we all like speaking to you if you have a normal nine to five jobs or a normal nine to five job it's probably Monday through Fridays you just have eight hours of your day eight to ten hours of your day where you have to work say if you have more of a desk-based job and you got to do your thing right and then so compared to your work days to your weekday, uh, your weekdays to your weekends, then your steps are going to be very. Um, there's going to be a big discrepancy. So on your work days, you are going to walk less by, uh, by nature, and then on the weekends, you can get more steps in because you have eight to twelve hours back into your day. And so with that, it's like look at your weekly averages. Okay, look at your weekly averages. And so if Monday through Friday, you get like. 5,000 steps and then on the weekends you get like 10,000 steps or more and you add them all up divide by seven that's your weekly average whatever that average is say that weekly average is like 5,000 steps because like Monday through Friday was like around 2,000 and then on the weekends you got up to like 10 and so just hypothetical quick math here it's not specific but like you get five that's you know you kind of get that and then so each week try to get that try to tweak that number to trend upward than downward even if it's just increasing it by 500 steps or a thousand steps depending on how extreme you want some people like a slower approach some people like a more aggressive approach neither is right or wrong it's just whatever toots your boat and so that's a great approach there and then you just crease it over and over and over from there. And so pulling this back, yes, if you have some type of wearable on your wrist, you can track your steps, quantify it, then cool, boom. Um, 
But if you don't, there are those few different tactics that I just showed you how you can tweak your lifestyle to get more movement in some are triggers, some are just kind of tweaking your lifestyle behaviors around certain things. And then you kind of go about that to get more steps in. And then you just have to do it long for a long time. It's not just a now, it's a daily, you gotta pay the rent, pay the man um, to pay to do it. And then just see how things change across a whatever time horizon that is so but I can guarantee you the more steps you take and the more often the happier the healthier and the more emotionally and mentally stable you will be and creatively and all cups basically the more steps you walk the more you're going to be filling up all your cups so um, but yeah there's no magic number it's whatever is just the most realistic sustainable and enjoyable to you so Thanks, guys. That was my rant on steps. Um, But again, if you enjoy this episode, please feel free to leave a rating on Spotify with those five stars if you believe I earned it. It really does help me out a lot. And then on Apple Podcasts, feel free to do the same thing or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. I appreciate you for listening so much, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, friend. Much love.